When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Grecian's Gossip. Uh, my name's Howard Lloyd, I'm joined today by David Byram. Hello. And Dan Clark. Hello. No Jamie Hawkins this week, he's on holiday, but um, we will press on nonetheless. Uh, a few bits to cover. First of all, um, Mansfield Town at the weekend, 1-1 draw. Uh, David, I know you weren't at the game, Jamie was covering it for us, but um, a, a good point as far as you're concerned? I think so. I think it stopped uh, Mansfield gaining any points on City, which, you know, when, when you're ahead of someone in the league and a team like Mansfield, who, as Steve Evans seems to keep insisting, they'll come good in the second half of the season, it's important to sort of maintain that that sort of edge on them in a way. And, you know, by all accounts, it wasn't the best of performances from City, and, you know, perhaps Mansfield should have been out of sight a couple of times. So, you know, to, to hold in there and, and get a point, it shows some, some battling quality, yeah. Mm. It's one you would have taken, oh, a point you think they would have taken before the game? I think so, yeah. I think it's a little disappointing because it is four games without a win now, but it was, you know, it's a, it's a difficult run that City are on at the moment, difficult run of fixtures. And, you know, you're never really going to turn down an away point, really, are you? It's, you know, it's, it's not a loss, it's a point. And it still keeps City, you know, in touching distance of the top, so, you know, nothing. Nothing too terrible there. Mm. Dan, what do you think about City's form in general? I think, like David said, it's four now. Yeah, it's, it's um. just sort of tailed off ever so slightly, but if you look at the opposition that they've played in that those last four games, I mean, if you just if you said at the start a point at Wickham and a point at Mansfield, you'd have said, yeah, we'll, we'll take those two. I mean, it's, you know, Luton at home, well, that was always going to be a, a difficult game as well, given how good they are, you could possibly have seen that one losing that one, it's the Port Vale result that sort of perhaps makes it look a lot a lot worse than it is because if you win that game you'd have you know, come away with five points from a difficult run of four games and you'd have probably said yeah well, we'll definitely you'll take that but you know you kind of feel you know it has been a difficult run, they kind of need just to get that get that win you know fairly soon they've got a couple of you know next two fixtures almost you know exactly what you want obviously we'll come on to to Haybridge Swifts in a minute in the cup you can't really argue for anything other than the lowest ranked team in the draw at home but, <laughs> and then I think it's Grimsby the following week and they're you know sort of a mid you know in mid table the kind of game you'd, you'd expect to win so I mean it's, it's you know the other thing it's not so much that you know, it's not been the greatest of run of form but no one's really stretched away either I think they're still within a win of of top spot so it's not like you, you've gone you know chasing points behind you're still within a win of you know the, the top three that's where you want to be so you've had it you know you've had a little bit of a wobble but they're still pretty much where they want to be in and around it and very much within striking distance of promotion you know as it is I mean there's obviously been a few injuries as well which hasn't necessarily helped you'd hope get a few of those players back in the next couple of weeks ahead of the the Christmas schedules mm. but if you'd offered them fourth at this stage of the season, I think you'd probably have taken that at the start of the season. Mm. Well, in terms of the timing of the the FA Cup games, I mean, I'm always a believer in you know if you've if you've got a poor run of form in the league, I you know I always like the idea of having another league game to try and put it right before 
before being distracted by cup competitions. But I mean, do, do you think the timing of this FA Cup game is good for City or, or bad? I mean, you kind of say it's, it's a wee, it kind of works out okay, I think, because it's you know, particularly given the draw that they've got. I mean, it's a home tie; it's against the side who are you know four divisions below. They've, they've had midweek games this week in the FA Trophy, and you, you know you've. The fact it's a Sunday game rather than a Saturday as well. It's an extra day for people to to recover from anything. So you you feel that even with a slightly depleted side, City should have enough to go through to the next round, and that will just get the the win they need they need to. I mean, you know, particularly you just want that can give you a bit of a, the confidence boost to then go back into the league and pick up the wins there, knowing that you're in the second round of the FA Cup. You've got another. You know, you're one game away from potentially one of the, the big boys, and you know you've got that win. I hope you know. Hopefully, particularly the lack of goals we've seen. I mean, Stockley and Reed will if they hope if they play. Will hopefully fancy scoring goals against Cambridge Swifts, getting back on the score sheet and taking that confidence into the back into the league. Because we've seen that once they've they've got goals this season, they've got goals in you know. In batches together, and they've gone on a, a streaky run of you know scoring in four or five games in a row, and that's it. Might need just one goal against Hayward Swifts to to get them back going into that what mm. run of form. David, is the Haybridge game has this come at a good time for City? You think? Um, to an extent, yeah. I, I don't think they'll be treating it too differently to any other game, really. You know, a game of football, a game they want to win. You know, um, I think the way City have been this season, they they do seem to be setting out to, to sort of focus solely on each game as it comes. So I don't think I don't think there's a right time and a wrong time really. It's you know, it's just a, a another game and I think the opposition could be could be good for City if they, they play well but at the same time if they don't win it's a, a bit of a disaster, isn't it? Mm. Well that's the thing is it's almost from those games they don't have a, a great deal to gain City almost because obviously if they lose that's pretty catastrophic. But even if they win sort of one nil. To, it seems unless they win by a pretty hefty scoreline, I would putting in a very good performance. Only then will 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 that be viewed upon as a, a huge positive? Do you think that's fair? Or? Yeah, it, it's a, these games are always a bit of a no-win situation, aren't they? You know, it's, it's, it's almost like you'd almost view it as, as taking a penalty as a footballer. You know, if you if you score or win in City's case, that's what what's expected of you. Mm. And if you don't, then it's a bit of a a talking point, a bit of a, a disaster, isn't it? So. Uh, it is a bit of a no-win situation, but I think all City can do is go out and try and beat what's in front of them. Mm. Can you spot an upset on the cards at all? Any chance of it? Or? I don't think so. I think City are, are too professional. This, I mean, you know, like, I'm not sure it would be a classic game or anything like that. But for my my mind, there's there's no upset on the cards. Mm-hmm. But it's the FA Cup, so you never know. <laughs> Dan, you wouldn't have thought so. I mean, the fact that extra at home as well just. You know, away away to them. You could go well. We've seen you know Warrington in the past. Curzon Ashton, City have struggled in you know some of these cup ties when they should have completely beaten the opposition. But they've actually you know the fact it's at home as well. You feel that will be the the thing that you know takes it from uh, a should you know a should win to a, a definitely will win. I mean, Haybridge they've got a decent. They, they look to be in decent form this season. You know. They're up there in the league, despite being about four or five games behind everyone else due to their their cup runs and you know they want they've won a cup, you know plenty of cup ties this year, both in the FA Cup and the FA Trophy. But 
you know, extra four divisions above them. They're sort of, you know, this is a team, you know, Barnstable Town level, and if Exeter were playing Barnstable Town, you, you'd go, well, no question about this Exeter win that game. So it's an equivalent left side to that. There, should be, there shouldn't be any doubt in this one. Exeter should be in the second round of the FA Cup, and I think we, we expect them to, to do so probably fairly comfortably, I would imagine, in the end, you know, maybe a two or three goal win at some, you know, and hopefully you know, that's what they you can use that to as a springboard to keep going in the league. Mm. Well, I guess one player who I think I'm right saying probably won't be involved is Kane Wilson this weekend. Yeah, yeah that's right. He was obviously um, red card of the weekend, two yellow cards equals a red. Um, quite interesting after the game, Paul Tisdale to giving credit to the referee for, for the yellow card. David, what did you? I know you had something to say about that. What did you make of that? Yeah, I was quite impressed with that. To be honest, you know. A lot of managers will come out and rant and rave or something like that, but for Paul Zizel to come out and you know give credit to the referee and say it's something Kane Wilson's got to learn from, I think you know it's a, a massive positive, and I think it, it sort of it will help Kane Wilson as well. I hope he's only 17; and it will help him sort of know not to do something like that again. Whereas you know if a manager had come out and said, "Oh well, you know he shouldn't have been booked for it," or something like that, then he probably perhaps think that he's not done anything wrong, perhaps. He's got on a bit of a harsh deal, but you know he, he did get the ball away, so uh, so he should be put for it. Mm, sure. I think also you mentioned um, managers. Well, I'd be almost remiss, I think, to to, <laughs> to skip talking about the uh, episode of the weekend. Do you want to fill us in as well about um, Mansfield Town and Steve Evans and and whatnot? Well, Steve Evans has accused the Exeter Press, uh, so basically us, <laughs> of writing awful things about him. But you know, I can't think of one awful thing we said. I, I, we point out a few inconsistencies he said, said here and there, such as saying he did his analysis on, on Bobby Olesnik against Blackpool in the, the playoff final when he didn't play, and then conveniently <laughs> a couple of hours later another quote came out saying, hey, well, we were all surprised that Bobby Olesnik didn't play against Blackpool. I think. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I think he's just trying to take the heat off himself there, and, you know, it's a, just, just a bit of a, a strange one to to suddenly start ranting and raving about the press in a post-match interview because I'm not entirely sure how a team or how a, a you know a, a newspaper and a media publication over 100 miles away from where you're based has any any impact at all on a one-all draw. <laughs> yeah, um, brilliant. Well, um, okay, we, we've already t- touched on the Haybridge game a bit, but um, in, in terms of lineups, I mean, as we said, Kane Wilson's not going to be featuring, but what kind of team can you see Paul Tisdale putting out there? Um, it's difficult, really, because ordinarily you'd expect players like Matt Jay and Liam McAllen to get, to get a game because they haven't played recently. But then there is a Premier League Cup game on, on Thursday night, which sort of impacts it a little, you know. Thursday to Sunday, it's not a great turnaround, is it? There's not loads of time there. So maybe maybe we'll see City in a full-strength theme because, you know, they haven't been playing at their most fluent and fluid recently. So, uh, you know, it might be a good opportunity to, to get those sort of Kinks worked out like almost like a, a sort of mid-season friendly in a way, but um, perhaps yeah, like I said, perhaps Matt Graham, Liam McAllen a good start up front. I think that's that's a, a decent combination and give Ruben Reed and Jane Stockley a bit of a a rest. Uh, Pierce Sweeney will probably be back. He missed Saturday through a uh, through food poisoning, so that's obviously a, a short-term thing. Uh, other than that, it, it is quite difficult to to see how Paul Tittle will, will build it, build the thing. Dan, what kind of team can you see? I think you'd probably be going reasonably strong, but there might be sort of two or three players you sort of take a look at, and you know the likes of say Lloyd James, 
uh, Jake Taylor, who you know played pretty much every minute or started pretty much every game this season, and you'd like you'd think, okay, this is a chance just to to give him a bit of a rest, bring someone else in, give them a chance. I mean, you'd possibly you know like to to rest one of either Jordan Moore Taylor or Troy Brown at the back as well. You know, give you know see who else is available. Possibly Troy Archibald Henry will get to a start there. I mean, you. Obviously, you know, got the likes of Lee Holmes. Obviously, didn't even start last week and come off the bench and be a, you know, come into the side, pop, you know, on the wing maybe. I think you'd probably look to start one of Reed or Stockley up front just to give us, you know, a bit more of a presence than, you know, McIlinden and Jay are both sort of small, quickish kind of players, particularly against an eighth tier side of the bat. You, you expect they're going to be a little bit physical, so you might just want. Something you know, either Reed or Stockley to be a sort of a target man, and then McLinden or Jay playing up alongside them, sort of running up the defences along more. I mean, I suppose you're just having a look at who's coming back from from injuries as well. I mean, the likes of you know Craig Woodman, Ryan Harley. You know, if they are fit, Ben Luke Kroll, I guess as well. If they are fit and in contention, might not be the worst game to bring them back into if they're available, and even if it's just you know, or even half an hour off the bench at the end but I think you'd be looking you know maybe four or five changes I wouldn't expect any more than that from the side because whatever happens you're still going to want to put our side that that wins the game fundamentally so you don't yeah you don't want to you, you could go 11 changes but that's almost mm. too much of a risk to take you want to leave a few senior pros out there just to do enough get the job won and then you know the likes of say Jack Sparks or something could come off the bench Late on for half an hour when hopefully the game's already won. Mm. Any chance you could rotate between the sticks? Do you think David at all? Anything or? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think James Herman will be playing in the Premier League Cup, and I think you know that's probably enough match practice he needs at the moment. I, I can't see why he would would rotate. You know, Chrissy Pym's not injured. He's not. He's not got any sort of fitness issues at the moment. So. He, um, I think he'll just keep as it is, but uh, I can't think of him rotating in the effort in the no, like Bobby Leger played against Didcot a couple of seasons ago, didn't he? And so I'm not sure why why he'd sort of swap the keeper over. To be honest, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Predictions, Dan? Um, I can't say anything other than a, a City win. Um, go two 0 for City. David, I'll say three 0 then. Very now, optimistic. To, to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, thanks very much for for joining us and uh, tune in next week for the next episode. Thanks.